I've just returned from Bogol Palace after attending a very productive annual leaders meeting with President Joko Widodo. My meeting with President Widodo was warm, it was productive and it was heartfelt. The newly appointed Australian Prime Minister Anthony Albanese visited Jakarta to meet with Indonesian President Joko Widodo within his first two weeks in office, as is customary for new Australian Prime Ministers. The two leaders spoke about the flourishing bilateral relationship between our two countries and their ambition for continued growth in key trade and investment sectors. And we saw the emergence of bicycle diplomacy. We also shared our similar stories of humble beginnings, and that was the significance of the bike ride. The relationship between our leaders and by extension between Australia and Indonesia is clearly in good stead. It's an exciting time to be working on trade and investment between our two countries. I'm Sondang Sirait, and this episode was recorded on location by my co-host Rachel Mason-Nunn in Brisbane, the Queensland capital, and the site of this year's Indos Conference. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Sondang. Great to see you. I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. So what was it like attending Indos? Oh, it was so great. I think after two years of COVID and not being able to do much face-to-face interaction, it was so exciting to be at a conference with over 300 people all discussing the Australia-Indonesia relationship. And it's clear there's a lot of momentum in this space. There was a lot of excitement and energy in the air and uh, all of the the participants and the speakers and and all of the delegates that were there on the day were really keen to network and share their work with one another. So it was just a a fabulous, positive day that left us all with a lot of optimism. Mm, Yeah, and the panel discussions especially featured a lot of or a a variety of topics and speakers that were very timely. Uh, very relevant to what's happening across industries, to name digital transformation for one. What can you share with us? Oh, the panels were fantastic. The Indoors organizers, um, led by David Wajaya, did a really fantastic job putting together some very timely panels. My favorite has to be the first one, um, which was on TVET and, and skills exchange between Australia and Indonesia. I find it a really fascinating topic, um, particularly in light of, of the massive growth of the digital sector in Indonesia and the opportunity for Australian TVET and TAFE providers to enter the Indonesian market and provide some of the skills that are really in demand, you know, like business skills and, and management and that kind of thing. And there was a fantastic panel which looked at some of those opportunities for Australian TVET providers in Indonesia and it also featured the Catalyst director Paul Bartlett so it was great to to hear from him and the other panelists. So all in all it was a really it was a really good day but Sondang you've had a huge month of travel as well haven't you? True yeah I've been traveling this past few months. Catalyst actually held a series of socialization events in a number of cities across Indonesia. We were working very closely with the Australian Consulates General in Denpasar, Surabaya, and Makassar. Our team met with a lot of Indonesian and some Australian businesses. We held many, many engagements and are very pleased to discover how businesses are ready to bounce back and excited really to explore new areas of growth, such as renewable energy, and this time to pursue possible partnerships with Australia. Oh, it's so exciting. Yeah. 
And also exciting to have you co-host season two of the podcast, Rachel. We'll be covering a lot of um, a wide range of topics and bring in more speakers from Australia and Indonesia, business leaders and experts. We'll be covering it from all angles, bringing in uh, both Australian and Indonesian perspectives. It's going to be a fresh take on how we look at bilateral trade and investment. It really is. I, I have to admit, I'm a bit daunted. Sundang, you did such a wonderful job hosting season one. And I'm so glad you're here, Rachel. <laughs> Thank you. I'm looking forward to the season as well. I think it's really an exciting way to share um, some of the topics that Catalyst is working on with our audience and also to highlight some of the, the people that we get to work closely with behind the scenes, but that um, the, the wider audience may not be familiar with. So uh, there's lots of great people and topics we'll introduce this season. It's, it's going to be wonderful. Definitely. All right, let's get started. So I am in Brisbane today for the Indoors 2022 conference. It is sunny, <laughs> a little sunnier than Sydney, and it's late August here. And the novelty of being at a conference is pretty big, knowing that today we'll bring together 300 people all working in different ways in the Australia-Indonesia trade relationship. So I'm thrilled to be here and I'll be sharing as many voices and stories from the day with you as I can. That was some audio from the dance performance that we kicked off the day with. Now you'll hear some of the interviews I managed to grab throughout the day at Indoz. First up, I spoke with Indoz conference organizer, David Wajaya. Hi, um, my name is David Wajaya. I'm the advisor for the Indoz conference 2022. Yeah, I'm, I'm also the vice chair of Australian Indonesian Business Council and the board member of the Lord Mayor Brisbane Multicultural Business Roundtable. So we are at the moment uh, running the Indos Conference 2022 here in the Brisbane City Hall, uh, where we have uh, about 20, 250 people coming to the conference and 300 uh, will be coming for dinner tonight. Yeah. And can you tell us a bit about why Indos is such an important event on the business calendar for Australia and Indonesia? Yeah, Indos is a very important. We started Indos in 2013. Uh, here uh, with a small gathering of business people uh, during the business networking dinner here in the city hall uh, on Friday evening and then on Saturday we, we, we go to the King George Square which is opposite of the city hall to have the Indos Festival. Uh, that, that has been built since 2013 and uh, we, we do have about 15,000, 20,000 people coming to the festival uh, each year. So Indos Festival is one of the, the largest uh, Indonesian festival as well. And uh, the business networking is, is turned out to be the, the very large uh, after, after so many years. Yeah. But uh, since the pandemic, we cannot run the festival, of course. And because of that, last year, we started the Indos Conference. And uh, it's quite a, a very, very difficult exercise because like during that time as well, the, the, the state still locked down and and uh, people cannot come from interstate 
but we still have a very good turnout uh, last year, and then that's why this year people the border is open now. No people started coming. Yeah, and then uh, we we probably have almost uh, one and a half or double the numbers of last year. Yeah. And what are the key topics that you hear everyone talking about today? Uh, today the topic will be in line with uh, what Indonesia uh, want to do the G20. Yeah, one is the health resilient. Uh, building the health resilient and then like the digital economy and also the, the, the green economy. So that that's the main topic the, that we have. But we also want to showcase this afternoon the, the, the stronger partnership through investment where the Indonesian uh, mining investment coming here to, to Australia. Yeah, there are many, many big companies. We got the Sinarmas, uh, Salim Group, uh, Adaro and, and Buma Australia who recently just took over donors. Uh, EDI for 167 million. Well, thanks so much for your leadership of the event. It's great to be here. Thank you very much. Yeah, lovely to have you here. After catching up with David, I caught up with a few other attendees and speakers at the conference. Here's Scott Rowentree from Alinea Capital, Amalia Sos Rodorejo from Decorum Group, Sally Dean from Austrade, Anagung Bikchaksono, trade attache from the Indonesian Embassy in Australia. So my name's Scott Rowntree. I'm the CEO of Alinea Capital. Alinea Capital prepares and facilitates projects that contribute to the SDGs in the healthcare and renewable energy space. So a key challenge to these projects going ahead is attracting early stage capital. And key to attracting early stage capital is preparing the projects in a way that's acceptable to lenders and investors and meets their standards to bring capital in at an acceptable risk and, and, and an acceptable rate of return into the geographies that, uh, that, that we propose that they invest in. Currently, we're working on projects in Indonesia, Bangladesh and India, the most advanced of which is the West Java Sanusa Medica hospitals in West Java, Indonesia. These projects are moving rapidly through the project preparation stage whereby we're doing a feasibility study, we're doing environmental social impact assessments, we're preparing the legal and financial structures and we're doing the early stage concept design for the hospitals. All of this material is then used by lenders to assess risk and provide loans to facilitate investment into those projects. Hi, my name is Amalia Sosorodirijo. I'm one of the director of uh, Decorum Group PTYLTD. It's a consulting uh, firm based in Adelaide, South Australia, working, providing uh, services for uh, corporations and businesses and also projects for ESG and also greenhouse gas counting and management, carbon footprint analysis and so on. So Amalia, you spoke today about renewable energy. Can you tell us a bit about your talk? Well, renewable energy, I think, is only part of what I'm talking about. So it's not, uh, it's part of the uh, ESG uh, movement, I guess. Um, and, um, uh, well, I, when we talk about green tourism, uh, green economy, renewable energy is definitely the biggest part of what we are trying to transition towards the um, green economy. So um, my perspective on that is how much time do we, how much uh, uh, speed or investment that we need as uh, Indonesia need to, to transition towards that green economy. And I think renewable energy plays the bigger part of uh, the transition and also um, 
uh, fuel, uh, biofuels and so on. What gives you the most cause for optimism and hope? Well, optimism and hope. I am so looking forward to engage more and more businesses, uh, individual uh, organizations, and basically everyone to connect with me and also to talk about this and also to do something about it. As I mentioned in my presentation, what we need to do instead of us, um, one of them, of course, investment, to transition towards to transition towards green economy, but the second is the speed of action. That's a collaborative effort. That's uh, for everyone uh, to do something about uh, um, to uh, transition towards green economy and what we can do individually or in our in our organizations and also in businesses. First of all, to understand your greenhouse gas emissions footprint or carbon emissions. That's a starting point in order for you to think about what you need to do the most in order to reduce your emissions and your, I think, good lifestyle uh, for the uh, green lifestyle, I, I suppose. And last question, are you happy to be indoors today? Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100% happy. I, I am delightful to be here and, um, yeah, enjoying so much for the networking and also, you know, talking more and more about this area of green economy. Yeah, hi, it's um, Sally Dean, the Senior Trade and Investment Commissioner for Austrade based in uh, Indonesia at the Embassy. So I think um, the first thing I'd say about the conference is that it's fantastic that we can actually come together for the first time since the pandemic. Obviously, it was held last year um, in a hybrid format. Uh, I joined last year uh, virtually because of borders being closed. So um, absolutely fantastic to be able to uh, travel again with borders open and be able to connect with people. And you can see, um, you know, the enthusiasm in the room to be able to come together. There's a big, big group in there, um, some great business contacts. So, um, you know, I think that's uh, uh, that's been fantastic. I think um, the other thing is obviously the conference has been framed uh, around the key priorities for Indonesia's G20 theme of recover together, recover stronger. So it's focusing on digitalisation, green economy, investment um, and health and they're all um, really um, topical uh, subjects at the moment and really important in terms of partnership um, opportunities between Indonesia and Australia. So, you know, it's great to be in the room and hearing the sorts of issues and the challenges that people working in those uh, sectors and looking to build partnerships are facing. So um, fantastic from, from that perspective. Um, yeah, so really looking forward to uh, the rest of the day. It's only lunchtime. It's been a great, rich discussion. Looking forward to this afternoon and uh, the dinner, uh, the dinner tonight. And already I've, you know, got a number of business contacts uh, to follow up on. So, uh, and I think that's the thing about these conferences and the ability to come together in person, really. It's about the networking, the opportunities to connect with people in the sidelines, and I've already done that, um, and it's only lunchtime. So looking forward to the rest of the day. Thanks. Uh, hi, uh, my name is uh, Agung Bicaksono. I'm from the Embassy of the Republic of Indonesia in Canberra as a trade attaché, and my role in Australia is to enhance bilateral trade relationship between the two countries. And through this Indos conference, I can see that the enthusiasm of the business from Indonesia and Australia. And I think uh, this is a very good moment. Uh, it reflects uh, the understanding of the uh, business communities on how they can uh, maximize uh, on the implementation of the ISEPA. And what are the key messages that you're hearing today? 
uh, the key messages that I can't uh, think of uh, is that uh, there is a, a sense of confidence uh, amongst the business communities on how to optimize uh, further uh, to enhance uh, bilateral trade and investment relationships. And I think this is a very good opportunity for uh, the business communities to get to know and to get closer uh, about uh, the opportunities that the two countries offered uh, to each other and also how they can uh, cooperate uh, closer uh, to reach and to enter a global uh, market. And lastly, why do Australia and Indonesia make great trading partners? Oh, I think it's by nature, uh, you know, if we speak about the trading goods area, uh, we are actually complementing each other uh, instead of competing each other. So I think collaboration is the key to success for both countries because the market is not actually uh, between one another, but the market that the two countries can explore is actually the global market. Then it was time for lunch and another fantastic cultural performance. Here's a snippet. That evening at the conference dinner, I caught up with a few other conference delegates. Here's Indonesian Ambassador to Australia, Siswo Pramono, Vedi Buona, Consul General to Australia, Antonius Awiyang from Sony Trading, and Puspita Aram Paramitha from the Indonesian Investment Promotion Centre. Oh yes, my name is Pramono, uh, Indonesian Ambassador in, in Australia. Uh, Today, I attended a very successful Indos uh, conference and uh, uh, I think this is a very uh, productive, uh, we have good discussion and learning and and thanks for the contribution from Catalyst. I think you have contributed a lot and uh, building more uh, better relation between our two business. And what were your main takeaways today? Yeah, I think learning that uh, there are a lot of uh, complementarity between Australia and Indonesia. We just got to find in which part of this complementarity we can exploit and explore more for cooperation. Wonderful. And it's very loud in Brisbane, isn't it? Uh, it's very, ni- it's just, uh, very nice in here. Canberra is a bit cooler, but <laughs> Brisbane is always very warm, yeah. even during the winter time. Yeah. Well, thank you for chatting. Thanks a lot for having me. Hello, good evening. My name is Fedi Buana. I'm the Consul General of uh, Indonesia. Stay uh, for the New South Wales, Queensland and South Australia. And now I'm here in Brisbane, beautiful city. Uh, I'm attending the event of uh, Indos, Indos Conference. And we have uh, Rachel here from, from uh, Catalyst. 
And Katal is actually really, really uh, important, very important, because uh, the task or the function of Katal is to to pro, to, pro, uh, to to better Indonesia and Australia relationship, especially in terms of the implementation of Indonesia Australia Comprehensive Economic Partnership Agreement. So. Um, so far, what I see here, Catalyst really, really influential because uh, with uh, Catalyst, of course, being backed by the Indonesian government, Australian government, uh, the duty or the task of the Catalyst is, uh, of course, quite, the expectation from, uh, for, for, for Catalyst is quite high. But I see here the Catalyst can answer and also can do its job. It's very, very good. Uh, it's amazing. So... And we see here the relations between Indonesia and Australia getting stronger and stronger. And I believe, I believe, very much believe that uh, this relation will be more stronger in terms of people-people connection, social, cultural, and of course, economy for the benefit of our two countries. And can I ask you quickly, it's what have you learned from the conference today? Yes, this is a good conference, actually. It's best, I mean, beyond my expectation. Uh, I'm, I'm not that long here, I'm almost a year, and I learned that the last two, three years, the, the conference is conducted in, uh, through uh, Zoom online. But this is the first time they're trying to make it offline again. But it is tremendous, I mean, it's amazing. Uh, 300 people attending here uh, during the, the dinner here, the gala dinner, and everyone impressed what, uh, I mean, I just, I believe also just like myself, me myself, that it's beyond expectation. I mean, the food, of course, very good. I mean, the, the, the culture, cultural performance also, you know, uh, very, very good. And uh, yes, the main pain also, we have uh, networking, we, we know ma- uh, each other, more and the conference today the i also attending all the i mean uh, seminar the, the whole day is is very good actually and uh, we just like just like uh, what the uh, one 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 session they mentioned that uh, how to uh, confer, con- converse uh, talking to reality so i mean we very much understand that Indonesia and Australia have uh, potential to, to, to have actually more than this level. I mean, the, the level of cooperation. Sometimes also quite, you know, uh, asking myself, also actually not me myself, many people also said that the relation between Indonesia and Australia should be in the next level, not this level. And... Yeah, we, we, of course, we, 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 uh, we, we together, Australian and Indonesia, uh, hand in hand, of course, how to make this expectation also happen. So people said we complement each other, opportunity is there. But how come the level of cooperation only in this level should be more beyond this level? Completely agree. Thanks for speaking. <laughs> Thank you, Rachel. Thank you. Pleasure. Uh, my name is uh, Antonius Aoyang. And I'm running um, Sony Trading PDY LTD. I'm an importer of uh, food and beverage from Indonesia to Australia. And we are not only the importer, but we have a distributor as well. Our office is across the Melbourne, Perth, uh, Brisbane, and Darwin as well. We have an office there to distribute all Indonesian products to the, all the states in Australia. And then we've been doing since uh, 2004 until now. 
and then from there we can make the Indonesian product is well known to Australian market as well. So we have really put our product into the Woolworth and Coles and supermarket here as well. And we today have an Indonesian conference. Um, it's very good that we can tie the, uh, the relationship between Indonesia and Australia. That um, like a stronger together. <laughs> and, and then that will be, I think, in the coming near future, will be more interesting to Indonesian product come to the, in, uh, Australia. And they, we put the packaging or put the flavor as well, which is um, blend with the Australian market. And what are some of the main things you learned today? The main thing that I learned today is because today is about the uh, stronger together between two nations. And I think because we are the neighbor country as well in Australia and Indonesia, we should be uh, working together yeah, between both countries so both countries can achieve uh, what their plan and then what the uh, economy as well. So in terms of the working together, stronger together as well, because everyone has just recovered from the pandemic. So now we're stronger together to build together as well yep. the uh, economy between two countries. And is it nice to be here in Brisbane? Oh yes, very nice in Brisbane. And I love the conference. I learned a lot as well in the conference as well, but a lot of speakers. Yeah, that's very good. Wonderful. Thanks for chatting. No problem at all. Thank you. Hello, my name is Puspita Arum Paramita. I am from the Indonesia Investment Promotion Center or IIPC in Sydney. We are the representative office of Indonesian Ministry of Investment or BKPM. I really enjoy the event today because this is my first indoors after the pandemic and I had a really good opportunity to meet with lots and lots of people, like people that are really related to the business. And all the sessions are really informative and give us um, knowledge and broaden our uh, knowledge as well about um, investment um, opportunity and climate in Indonesia. Perfect. And can you tell us a bit more about what you do? Um, so as the representative office of Indonesian Ministry in Sydney, we assist Australian businesses who would like to invest their who would like to invest in Indonesia. Uh, we give them information on the investment opportunities. We inform them about the investment procedures as well as regulation. And we also connect them with the right people in Indonesia, whether it is the local government, central government, or business association in Indonesia. Perfect. And is it good to be in Brisbane? Oh yeah, it's really nice and we are so lucky because today it's warm over here while it's, it's wet back in Sydney. <laughs> well, thanks for chatting. Thank you. Well, Indoz has just wrapped up. We had the conference today and this evening we had the conference dinner, which brought together over 300 people who are involved in the Australia-Indonesia relationship in different ways. And now it's a beautiful warm evening in Brisbane and I'm reflecting on the day and some of the bigger takeaways from today. And what's clear is that Australia and Indonesia are on a shared journey out of this pandemic and are partnering together in numerous ways on economic recovery. Some of the key sectors to look out for is collaboration on renewable energy some really exciting things happening in that space. Collaboration on health, um, including health tourism, med tech, 
and other health partnerships. Of course, lots of skills and TVET partnerships with Australian universities and TVET providers increasingly entering the Indonesian market, partnering with Indonesian institutions to provide remote and hybrid learning options. And most of all, a real sense of friendship and camaraderie between people of our two countries. The people to people linkages are strong and are certainly a cause for optimism. So I hope you've enjoyed this rapid journey through Indoors and I hope next year you can make it to the conference in person. Indonesia dan Australia telah memiliki dua fondasi kuat dalam hubungan bilateral, yaitu kemitraan strategis komprehensif yang dimiliki sejak 2018 dan Indonesia-Australia SEPA yang sudah mulai berlaku di tahun 2020. Dua fondasi ini sangat penting bagi kedua negara untuk terus memperkokoh kerjasama bilateral yang saling menguntungkan That was Indonesian President Joko Widodo saying Indonesia and Australia have two strong foundations in their bilateral relations. That is the Comprehensive Strategic Partnership, which was established in 2018, and the Indonesia-Australia SEPA, which entered into force in 2020. These two foundations are very important for the two countries to continue to strengthen bilateral cooperation on mutual benefits. Now to finish with the most important question of all, what happened to the bamboo bicycle? Well, as of a few weeks ago, Albo tells us it's still in transit. President Widodo and, and I just, we got on a bit like President Biden and I did. Like it just, <laughs> it just clicked. Yeah. Where's the and bike, by the way? It, the bike's still in, in Customs Street, Prime Minister. Couldn't get came there. <laughs> oh, all right. I, 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 ra- I raised that with them last night. I said, where's the bike? <laughs>